1: It is, it is the extra yard here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Alex Dono alongside Phil in the Troy chair today and looking looking handsome, I might say. Lewis D. Sung from Pulse of Finn's Nation and Finn's Nation and Pulse of Nation Finns. Like how many different shows are you doing on the network these days, Lewis? I'm I'm sorry I'm making you work extra
0: today. No, I got Finns Nation Monday through Friday on. It, show, it premieres every morning at five a.m. Uh, not this week because of other circumstances going on in my life, but we will be back next week full time. And of course, Pulse of Finns Nation every Tuesday at either seven or seven thirty or eight, depends on when I can get everybody together. But it does show up. You know, and I got to say, uh, heading into
1: uh, you know the month of April, of course, NFL draft month. Yeah, we had uh, the owners' meetings recently. The NFL never sleeps. Like, there's not really an off season these days for the NFL, but. Uh, I have been in I've been in draft mode despite the fact that the dolphins don't have a huge array of picks this year, right? I mean, no first round pick, and I, I don't expect the dolphins to trade up into the first round. i don't I don't see that in the cards. So we're looking at you know, second round pick being the earliest the dolphins have got. But still, Lewis, this is a tremendously important draft that the dolphins are heading into because as stacked as this team is in certain spots, there are needs to fill. And I think the most glaring need is right tackle, right? Because I look at the idea right now heading into the 2023 season of Austin Jackson being penciled in as the starting right tackle for this football team, especially considering you've got a left-handed quarterback and that's his blind side. And Austin Jackson to this point has been a draft bust. This is a former first round pick from 2020 he's been a bust so far and i don't have any faith in this guy staying healthy to get through an entire season and even when he's healthy he's not very good uh so i mean we can't come out of this draft without a a starting caliber right tackle right i mean it's just it can't be
0: something chris greer can even consider to be an option Well, honestly, though, Dono, I feel like at this point we have to talk about something which I've been actually harping on on my show as of as of late and nobody agrees with me, but I'm going to go ahead and try it anyway. Let's see what your uh, viewers think about this. I personally feel like at this point, if anybody who would be in the range at 51, someone like a Matthew Bergeron or somebody like a Tyler Steen, all those guys, both of those guys are considered project players. And that's exactly what Austin Jackson was considered when he came out. He was a project player with all the athletic ability in the world, but his technique was absolute garbage. He needed to be taught that. Now, the reason that I say this and I mention this is because of certain things that Mike McDaniel has said recently. Right. I don't know if you were aware of the press conference where he talked about Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg. He basically said straight up, listen these kids have not had the chance to play in the same offense for two years in mm-hmm. their entire careers so far. And I can understand where he's coming from. And something that I have mentioned over the past several, um, several years, for the, over the past five years, the Miami Dolphins have had seven different offensive line coaches, if you count mid-season firings and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't think there is a single team in the whole NFL that has had more turnover at that, at that coaching position than the Miami Dolphins. So you keep all of these factors into play here. And this is the one thing that I say that this is, and it was actually brought up on OnlyFins, which anybody who's not on there only three dollars a month for three yards per carry. Fantastic. Um, yes, but somebody had brought it up, and they were showing the first the the fourteen offensive snaps that Austin Jackson played in the season opener against the New England Patriots, and I, he was saying some very complimentary things. I thought, and I was like. No, nah, there's no way this is true. There's no way this can be. Austin Jackson is Austin Jackson. It's garbage. It's, it's garbage. It's garbage <laughs> just because it's Austin Jackson. But because I try to be objective with everything that I do, I went ahead and I said, okay, let's take a look at this. So I went back. I looked at all of Austin Jackson's plays, and I came away looking like, huh?
1: Okay, you're okay. pleasantly surprised.
0: What was that? Because he looked good. Yeah, he, he looked yeah. really good. But and so, but then he comes back with the Houston Texans after his injury, and he looks awful absolutely god awful because i watched both film i'm like Mm. these two are not the same player they can't Mm. be the same player because one looks really good and one does not which makes me think and this is where i think austin jackson's fatal flaw is is that austin jackson does not have good discipline with his technique he is somebody that you need to invest time you need to invest coaching you need to invest basically you need to be putting him one-on-one with the coach and say, let's go. We're going to drill you until you get it right. And so eventually it does. He gets it right, but then you have to keep drilling him on it. You can't let him go because Austin Jackson was out like, what, 12, 10, 11, 12 weeks. I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head. And in all that time, all that training camp, all that OTA, all that preseason work, it all went down the tubes because it seemed like he had forgotten how to play football all over Right.
1: Well, Well, and and this, and and Lewis, to pick up on something you were talking about with coaching, this is one of those things where uh, I'm not a big analytics guy. I'm more of an eye test guy. Okay. And I'm also, you know, I follow people's careers and reputations. Um, I hope that the three yards per carry guys who really defend Butch Berry, the new offensive line coach, I hope they are right. Okay. Because like, uh, I I covered Butch Berry had a cup of tea at the University of Miami. It was only, I think, one season he was here. It is. I I wasn't really impressed or unimpressed. Like it was, you know, one year, uh, his offensive line wasn't great, but a lot of that was probably talent-related. But then, you know, if you talk to Broncos fans about Barry, uh, they seem to think the guy was an absolute train wreck. And then I see, you know, the stats that Alfredo will post about Barry's lines and some of the advanced metrics, and he says, no, this guy's good. The fans just don't know what they're looking at. I hope he's right because, again, um, and and I think overall – I'm bullish on the Dolphins coaching, right? You know, I, I love McDaniel. I think the Vic Fangio hiring was, you know, inspired and, you know, his his reputation speaks for itself. But when it comes to development, you know, I think the jury is out at best on Butch Berry. You know, the Dolphins turn the page on Applebaum pretty, pretty quick. They bring Berry in. I hope he's the type of guy that can help players like Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg unlock their potential because I'm not convinced on that till proven otherwise.
0: Well, I'm not necessarily convinced either, but the thing is that Mike McDaniel seems convinced, which is the thing because yeah. he doesn't seem very intent on spending a lot on offensive line. He does not in team to in- Uh, he does not seem willing to invest a lot into that particular position. But again, I have to, I have to look at it from this perspective. If we love Mike McDaniel and we love this coaching staff and we think they're all geniuses at their job, what does it say that they're not banging down Chris Greer's door saying, get me a new player because this one already sucks. Because if that's the case, that means that they feel like there must be something there. And at least in Austin Jackson's case, again, those 14, those 14 snaps, I I don't want to harp on 14 snaps as opposed to the whole body of work we've seen from Austin Jackson, but something looked good. You have to, you have to act You have to basically watch it for yourself and see it to be like, okay, yes, I kind of see what you're talking about. But so if we can at least get, we can acknowledge the, but, but at least say that, okay, for those few snaps consecutively, it wasn't like, oh, there was some good snaps, but then he had three bad ones and then he had some good ones again. No, all 14 snaps looked really good he it looked like he knew what he was doing he looked like he was fast he looked like he was on point point. and then he forgot all his basics after he came mm-hmm. back from injury mm-hmm. but that doesn't tell me that does not tell me that that's an athletic issue that is a mental issue it's got to be able to make sure that he knows what he's doing he's keeping an eye on his discipline that stuff is coachable it's coachable now butch berry you you, you covered him you know we've heard yeah. the reputation. He's no holds barred. He's going to get in your face. He's going to be rude. He's going to be obnoxious. He's not a player's coach. That's why a lot of players didn't like him is because for all all intents and purposes, he was a jerk. He was a jerk. But (laughs) but if you're a jerk and you get results, I don't care what kind of a dude you are during the coaching staff. Maybe for all we know, he's the nicest guy in the world when he goes to sit down for dinner. So we (laughs) will see. I personally do not think Austin Jackson is going to become a star or anything, but I feel like that. I have to give Mike McDaniel the benefit of the doubt if he really feels like that there's something worth investing in, because otherwise we would already be talking about like bringing in a free agent, right tackle. And who knows, there's still the possibility that that might happen anyway. There's the DJ fluker stuff that's floating around. Mm, There's still the whole idea of bringing back Eric Fisher. We'll see what happens with that. I don't know what the plan is, but if it is Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg again, I have to say, okay, Mike McDaniel seems to know what he's doing when it comes to this stuff. He's got a whole bunch of offensive line coaches on his whole, whole entire staff. Frank Smith, obviously Butch Berry. There are other guys that are come from the offensive line. Is,
1: is, is Lem still on the staff? Because he is they, the assistant. They... He is the assistant. Okay, yeah. Offensive line coach, I, I was curious because I, uh... I remember like he he was under flow. He was the offensive line coach for a yes, year, which he was uh, not unfortunately ready for. So yes, I, I know they kept him on the staff last year. I wasn't sure if he was still on the staff this year. Uh, but you know, uh, unlike uh, unlike right tackle, which is a crapshoot. You can always count on the folks at prize picks. They are dependable. I have so much fun each and every day because there's always something going on. You got NBA games on, NHL games. We just got through college basketball season. We got baseball going on. I'm not a big baseball guy, but I know Troy Stradford is all over the baseball selections on prize picks. Prize picks, it it enhances your sporting event experience, okay? Because you're getting action fully legal in the state of Florida, by the way, which means it's also easy to put your money in and take your money out. Fully legal in Florida. This combines my love for parlays and daily fantasy.
2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Two, three, four, five players predict if they're going to go over or under their stat projections. And if you get all your predictions correct, you're winning real money. You're winning three times, 10 times, 20 times your money back sometimes on these selections. And the other thing I love about prize picks is you can go cross sport with this. Like On the same selection, you can have a couple of NBA players, uh, an MLB player, uh, an NHL player. Just You can mix and match these selections so you can have multiple different games on. You're following what your players are doing. It's super easy to sign up. As mentioned, fully legal in the state of Florida. So when you go to prize picks, or the Prize Picks mobile app, which I use that. It's very easy. And you make your first deposit, use our code five. That's F-I-V-E. Use our code five, and they're going to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So really important because we hear stories about people signing up, just like daydreaming and not using our code. So if you don't use our code, you're missing out on a deposit match. Why would you intentionally miss out on that? So make sure you type in our code F-I-V-E. They're going to match your first deposit up to $100. You deposit $100, they give you $100 free on top of that. And I'm telling you, you're going to have so much fun. Uh, I've got at least one selection every single night. You know, I like to try to include my Miami Heat when I can, of course, and my Florida Panthers. So check it out, prizepicks.com or the Prizepicks mobile app. It truly is daily fantasy made easy. What are you going to do for your Flex Friday, Dono? Uh, how does that? I'm I'm so stupid. I don't know how how does Flex Friday even work? Because I just make the selections. I don't understand like the days of the week. Like what what do I do on a Flex Friday? You, Flex you should Friday. explain that to the
0: folks out there. So Flex Friday, basically, what you do is you can pick. Because remember, you can pick up the six different guys now, and they can give. If you oh, put in, yeah. a, let's say, you put in a twenty dollars bet, you can win five hundred if you get all of them right. I think so, Troy's done that before. by yeah, the Yeah. So I I did it once too, once with basketball, and I was Ooh. like, I woke up that morning, I'm like,
2: I I'm won five hundred. <laughs>
0: But, on basketball, of all things, because yeah. I'm a football guy. how did I yeah. win on basketball? Yeah, but yeah. so, but basically, what happens is you put in you put in your twenty dollars, and if you lose, they're gonna give you the twenty dollars back in promo funds. Oh, okay. I like that. so basically you you can't lose uh, you, the worst the absolute worst thing that you can do is actually get three out of five right in that in that game Wow yeah. if you end, if you see somebody lose, I'm like, okay, the, I actually want to lose now because at least I get my twenty dollars back. <laughs>
1: Uh, that is fantastic. I, I, so I'm definitely going to take advantage of that tonight. Prize Picks truly is daily fantasy made easy. Uh, so Lewis, I'd love your opinion on on where the Dolphins stand on paper, contending for an AFC championship, right? Are Are they closing the gap? How much with Buffalo? Because I think they were already closing the gap last year. I mean, the you gap look is at closed. Donald, the, 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 okay. the gap is
0: closed. The fair. gap okay. is closed. So if he... Tua is healthy, the gap yeah. is closed. There is yeah. no question. And, and that's a,
1: that's a fair statement because. Both the regular season games were so competitive. Dolphins won one of those. Dolphins were competitive in the playoffs, despite Skylar Thompson starting a quarterback. So I agree with you. The gap is closed. Uh, what about the gap, you know, with teams like Kansas City? And then what about, do you think the Jets, assuming Aaron Rodgers and everything is a full go, uh, ha- how, have the Jets closed that gap on Buffalo
0: as well? How do you see the landscape of the AFC? Where do the Dolphins fit in with that? Well, the gap with New York, obviously, is going to be a lot smaller with Buffalo now because you add Aaron Rodgers, which, by the way, it's still not done. Let's let's not act like he's uh, already uh, typed in on the roster, on New York Jets' uh, official roster. So he's still, like, hovering over them like a specter, being like, am I going to come? Am I not going to come? You don't know yet, do you? So Jets fans are, like, freaking out right now, I'm sure, being like, can you just freaking make the trade already (laughs) so we can take it easy (laughs) and start penciling in our Aaron Rodgers jerseys? But... So if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, which I still think they will, then yeah, it's exactly. going it, to it's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC East, all except for New England, which are going to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I don't.
1: Which, yeah. Which, and you know what? I'm going to enjoy every second of that because not only do I hate them, but I also I don't want Bill Belichick to catch Shula on the all time wins list. And, you know, how, how I don't even remember. Do, do you remember? I can Google it how far he
0: is off the top of your head. Bill Belichick from Shula. I can't remember it off the top of my head. It would have I, to be Google's, But I, I will say this, and I, this may be controversial. I don't know. But I feel like Bill Belichick does not even deserve to be in the same sentence as Don Shula. I don't care how many rings right. he's won with Tom Brady. I don't care how many championships that he can claim that he coached them to. He's not the best coach ever to, play, ever to coach. He is not even close. In fact, if anything, not having Tom Brady has exposed the fact that he doesn't know how to do anything without Tom Brady he's awful and now other players old players have been coming out for years now saying this was the most miserable experience I've ever had with my entire life so that is not greatest coach of all time material so Bill Belichick can go kick rocks as far as (laughs) I'm concerned (laughs) well said so outside
1: of uh, outside of
0: right tackle what do
1: you feel are the other biggest needs that the Dolphins, with their you know plethora of four draft picks, I mean, it's possible they could make some maneuvers, trades down, and acquire more picks. We'll see what happens. But what what other positions do you think the Dolphins most strongly need to
0: address? I feel like tight end is something they need to look at. I, yeah. I know the Dolphins like Durham Smythe a lot, and I think Durham yeah. Smythe kind of gives me Deion Sims vibes, which isn't a bad thing. Deion yeah. Sims was okay, but... Yeah. He's not somebody that I would uh, absolutely just be over the moon about, but the fact that I—I I don't know if you saw the news that came out about how the Dolphins apparently tried the trade for Darren Waller last year. Yeah, even I after Tyreek had already—who was fire. it?
1: Was it? Uh, it was uh, Rosenhaus who spilled the beans on that, right? That he, it may he have talked been, about. Yeah, yeah I, I think he talked about that on a on a podcast or on a show that that because I I, think, I guess Waller must be his client. He talked about that.
0: So the fact that the dolphins were willing to go get Darren Waller that tells that tells me that they weren't sold on Mike Gesicki. They yeah. I don't think they they knew that Mike Gesicki was not a fit. Maybe Darren Waller gave more than what Mike Kosicki did because of course as a weapon even Darren Waller is better than him oh yeah but so now but if that's the case then you have to say that okay well they're still looking for a tight end you can't tell me that they're okay with Durham Smythe and then I can't remember who it was it's Eric something I can't remember the guy's last name that's how that's how yeah. it's like oh okay you know they, they, they signed a tight end like what was the guy's name I'm, I'm looking it up right now as we Hold speak on. yeah let me Eric see. Saubert yes
1: guy. I I wasn't sure if it was Saubert or Saubert. I don't know how French he is. It's Saubert. uh, Yeah, Yeah. Saubert.
0: Okay. So Eric Saubert, which okay, yeah, fine. Oh, and Tanner Connors still around. Yeah, big hairy deal. Uh, I'm, (laughs) I'm least as this at this point. I'm thinking that the Dolphins' best bet would be to go like something along the lines of Sam Laporta. That's I'm trying to be realistic in who would be available because everybody wants this kid Darnell Washington from Georgia, right? That, yeah. But that's not going to happen. He's yeah. six. He's six seven. He runs like a wide receiver. It's he's an insane physical talent. There's I'm no obviously, way. I'm
1: obviously a Miami homer, but I, I wouldn't mind uh, wouldn't mind taking a hard look at Will Mallory. I think he, he's he's been crushing the offseason stuff. I, I I'm a fan of his.
0: Well, if, they, if the Dolphins decide to go for something like offensive tackle at 51 or mm-hmm. maybe even running back if they think they can get their hands on someone like Jameer Gibbs or something along those lines or a Charbonnet, that's somebody else that uh, people have been harping on a lot. I mean, if you really want to go running back, I feel like that that's not going to happen either because they yeah, seem very so. set in Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson and Savon Ahmed. Again, at least in Mostert and – um most in Wilson's case, they both almost ran for a thousand yards. And if they had run the ball more, they absolutely could have hit that number. So I I don't see the need to upgrade really at running back right now. So there, I think they're good. So that just leaves tight end, which again, Sam Laporta, he's from Iowa. I know my boy, Chad really knows him. Well, likes him a lot because he's an Iowa guy. He'd be a good, he'd be a good fit. I think. So if that's the case, then at 51 you go get Sam Laporta, and then with the third and four, the third round pick, you go find whatever's left. You know, that, that, it's all it's all project at that point. So you have yeah. to, you have to have faith in your coaching staff to get the job done. But if you're talking about something that can do an immediate impact, something you know for sure is going to be getting you like good production, I'm going tight end because with offensive tackle, the offensive tackle prospects that are out right now. They're all projects, and Miami yeah. already has projects they need to work on. One that already knows the offense, I might add.
1: I love it. Well, huge thanks to Lewis Sung for stopping by. I got some uh, some relatives who just got into town for Easter, so I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go help entertain them, and also make sure my son doesn't drive them too crazy because he he is a handful. My five year old. So I want to remind you guys, we are also brought to you by Better Edge. Uh, Better Edge to me, it's the ultimate life hack, right? Because this is you're you're getting betting action despite the fact that there's no you know terrible sports book behind this thing which means you're not paying any sort of hidden fees there's no vig at better edge and it's fully legal in florida because it's a social platform you're betting against actual other people you're not betting against the house so better edge check it out betteredge.com you can also find the lines that you want you can really make your own lines at better edge so check it out betteredge.com slash Five reasons and they're going to give you a $20 gift just for signing up at our special url trust me you're going to enjoy this so huge thanks to lewis huge thanks to everybody who tuned in lewis any parting comments before we let you run sir the miami dolphins are super bowl contenders if tua stays healthy that's a big if but i agree I agree. We'll talk to you guys again Monday. Uh, I'll be back. I think Troy Stratford's going to be back in the the big chair. But Lewis, Lewis is awesome. And make sure you check Lewis out. Uh, When's the next time you've got a
0: pulse of Finns Nation or a Finns Nation coming up? I want to make sure everybody watches that. Finns Nation will be up at 5 a.m. on Monday through Friday. And then on Tuesday, we are going to have another pulse of Finns Nation, which is the live show. So make sure you're tuned in for that. Fantastic. We'll talk to you guys again next time on another episode
1: of The Extra Yard. Make sure you can get the audio version as well on the Three Yards Per Carry podcast feed. So check us out there right here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. See ya.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it.